0: Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes, episode 125, the CA-125 protein test episode, where they test how much protein's in your blood. My name is Trey, and I'm joined, as always, by Tucker and Dylan. Cam is gonna be late. You said he'll be here, but he'll be late. How am Oh, you're here. Ah, oh, Cam just just stepped in. Oh, well, Welcome, Cam. Oh, I'm joined, as always, by Tucker, Dylan, and Cam. How are we doing, gentlemen?
1: Living the dream. I like to say as a podcast, our protein levels are probably pretty low all around.
0: I would guess that, yeah. You ever heard of the CA-125 test? Wait,
2: why are my protein levels down, Bill?
1: Because we're squids. We're washed up. Gotcha.
0: You ever heard of that test, Dill?
1: No, never heard of it.
0: Never heard of it. Um, All right, let's jump in. Winners and losers. Tiger lost. Bad. Immediate loser, Cam. Tiger not back.
2: He uh, is not back yet. <laughs> he made the cut.
0: Will he ever be back?
3: Oh yeah, next next tournament he enters. That's what
2: I'm saying. Okay. It's gonna be a take every tournament till he wins one. Well.
0: On the winner side, socks are looking all right. Dill. So Yeah. Long way to go before that take comes to fruition. We got a month till we oh. can figure out that one. Oh. Loser
2: me. I had uh Zeltoris at twenty eight to one to win the PGA championship. That's lost in a
0: playoff. That's tough. That's tough. Not what you want to yeah. see. Loser Tucker. Anybody else got winners and losers? <laughs> I can't yeah, remember. Panthers 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 lost. Panthers. Oh yeah, Panthers. Panthers stunk in the playoffs. Well, in that round of the playoffs. Uh Panthers not winning the NHL championship. Um, I don't think we've yet to call a champion before the season. In in, in um, no, you guys called the Rams. No, we called, you called the, Rams. the Rams. You're right. <laughs> You're right. You called the Rams for the season. You're right. Um, I think that's it though. Um, in terms of our poll, big winner this week is Dylan. Blew us out of the water, mostly because of recency bias. I'm guessing with the Red Sox um playing well and a pander take, but nonetheless, uh, Dylan picks up a point. We have a last place member in Tucker with two. We've got a tie for second place with Dylan and Cam with five. And I am leading the way with nine. Still chugging along. Going to take a lot to catch me. Coming for that back-to-back title. You um, need you
1: to miss a few movies.
0: I You do need me to miss a few. I got to watch one this week because I did not watch Where the Millers. Um, so let's move on to Waste Wasted Takes. Um, I got one that I could lead off with, if that's all right with everyone? Absolutely. It's a take near and dear to the show. It's a take that has been delivered before. I'm going to I'm going to put my own spin on it. I've not delivered this take yet. I know who the next Kobe Bryant is. And it's Jason Tatum. <laughs> Jason Tatum is the next Kobe Bryant, and this is the clear <laughs> far and away obvious answer to this. This I came about This came about by me scrolling Twitter and seeing that Jason Tatum became the second youngest player in NBA history to score 15,000 points in his playoff career. Who was number one, Trey? Kobe Bryant. Whoa. Yeah, Kobe Bryant was number one. Jason Tatum was number two. Now, I was going to do research for this episode, and then I forgot to. How old was Kobe when he won his first championship? Does anybody know? Twenty-one. Really? You wanted that yep. early? Um, well, let me, let me just Google. Kobe My phone isn't working right now, first championship. Um, so he won it in 2000. How old was he? Oh, he was uh, 21. Kobe, 21. Wow, good call. Good, good pull, Tucker. So Jason Tatum is in his third Eastern Conference final. He is one win away from making it to his first final. And obviously, you know, anything can happen there. If they end up winning the championship, he'll only be behind Kobe by, what is it, three years in his first championship. He plays the most like Kobe out of all these names mentioned. The only thing that he's lacking, which is the biggest thing, is the Mamba mentality. But like I said, he's 24. He's young. They don't make him like they used to. He's going to mature. He's not even close to his prime yet. Once he matures, he will gain that Mamba mentality. He won't be such a crybaby on the court. And he's going to be unstoppable. He is going to be the second coming of Kobe Bryant. He can play just like him. Probably can shoot better than him from from deep. But he can get to the rack like him. Uh, he plays good defense. Um, I don't see how Trey Young or John Morant could hold a candle in terms of the Kobe comparison, comparison to Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is the next. Kobe Bryant. Now I know I said I, I mean, hate I, I said I hate these just, takes, but I'm making
2: one. I think that we're just going to repeatedly forever, anytime we think someone's really good, just call him Kobe Bryant. But um I mean no. I don't think they're I don't know. I mean I know that uh Tatum trained with Kobe. Yep. Which is cool and like you can see it kind of in parts of his game, but I don't know. I don't see him as Kobe esque. He's a different type of player. He's a big man. Not he's really. A, he's six eight and he's a better shooter than Kobe was,
0: like from deep. When he gets into the post area and he gets into the mid range area, he looks just like him. Turnaround J's, you know, tough yeah, I shots. Don't know, but his
2: game's just so far more extended out than Kobe's was, and he's a half a foot taller.
0: It's a different era. You have to be able to shoot the three in this era. If Kobe played in this era, he'd be a better three point shooter than he was. You work on it harder. Like, even even centers have to hit threes now. Anyone else?
2: Yeah, I think it's stupid. I think.
3: All right, uh, Trey Young. Yeah, exactly. You no. Know? Facts. I don't even remember who
0: mine was. John ja Moran. Oh, right.
3: oh, yeah, I'm right. He's just saying that cause he's on the Celtics and he wanted to happen, but Tatum, you mentioned the crybaby stuff. I don't think that's going to go away. Kobe was never like that. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's just about it. If you start his career like like that, it's not going to get any better. Um, he's not as good as Kobe. He's not as good as John ja Moran. He's not as good as Trey Young.
0: So that's that. <laughs> that's, I mean, that is insane. You just you just yeah, ruined just your whole argument. Pass. He's a top five player in the NBA right now. Did Trey Young make NBA first team? Nope. Did John Morant? I don't believe so. Um The reason I make this take is not because he's a Celtic. It was because of that stat and because two of you have made this take and I wanted to get in on it. Uh Dill, go ahead.
1: I'm happy I uh, haven't made one of these takes yet. I'm happy I probably never will. Um, it's it's not. I, I, you, it, we've said it the last time. Someone brought it up. I did. You can't you <laughs> can't compare the two. I mean, it's like I don't know. It's just, comparing a guy to the next of another guy is just a ridiculous argument in any case. But I think Cam said it the best and Trey, you alluded to it, is the Mamba mentality, and you know, like you, nobody in the league nowadays seems to have that hard-nosed to them where they can just take control of the game, um, and be the best player on the court, no matter if their team is losing by 100, if they're winning by 100, if you know, bad things happen to you early in the game that doesn't let them affect, uh, them. I mean, you just don't see that as much anymore. And I, I, I didn't watch a lot of Kobe, but all the things I've heard is that he, like, was never quit. He never quitted. He always wanted to play against the best. Um, he's led by example in his play. Maybe not so much everything else. Um, but yeah, I don't think there's going to be another one. So I will never make a difference.
0: Come on, get in on the fun. Um, I'll I'll ask just one more question before we move on. Which of the three players between Tatum, Young, and Morant worked out with Kobe Bryant? I mean, Tatum, right? Right.
1: Trey Young. Trey Young did. That was Cam's take. Did he? (laughs) That was the reason I made the take. Yeah.
0: Oh. Okay, well, he doesn't play at all like him. So, next take.
1: Okay, I'll go. So, last week, I had the winner for Red Sox take, right? You did? Now, I'm piggybacking off that take. We're going Red Sox again. This one's a little bit more wasted. Um Now, the Sox have got some good players rolling right now. Guys are getting hot. But the reason that this streak happened, in my opinion, is Trevor Story picked up. Sure story has been a menace the past week and a half. He had another home run tonight. He's now third in the league in RBIs with 37. He's got nine home runs, which puts him tied like 10th or 11th, well down the list of the league. Um, uh, but um, I don't think this hot streak would have happened if he didn't pick up. And I think uh, the Sox were in a position a week ago where a week and a half ago, where people were starting to count them out, we were already hearing talks of um story being like the worst signing and in, in, in a long time for the for the Red Sox, we also heard um talks about you know, dumping the team, just getting rid like don't even try to get Bogarts back. Uh, you know, just cut everybody loose, kind of restart with Story and a few other guys just because you signed Story for so long. Um, but now a lot of people are back on with the Sox. They think they're, they're getting hot now, and, and it's amazing how things can change in just a week and a half. But I think without Story getting hot, and without that means without Story being signed to the team, this team would have gone down a bad road. So I'm, the take is Trevor Story is the reason – The Sox won't have a uh, a rebuild year, rebuild season. They're going to continue to grow. They're not going to lose Xander um, or any of the other guys that make the team what it is now. Um, And this Trevor Story signing is going to be considered the best signing of the Red Sox in the past however many years because – He is propelling this team to not have to go down that path.
0: Oh, that's that's interesting. Um, So I will say, obviously, um, I was never – I was disappointed in his story. I am disappointed in the Red Sox. I was never about to say, like, he's a bust. Like, obviously, he started slow. He made it – he changed his team. He changed his, like, league. He's totally playing in a new – like, across countries – you know and my worry is that my worry was and I'm not so much worried was that he was just not going to be as like good as advertised because of the the Colorado factor and that that was just going like I knew he would pick it up but the thing is I didn't know he I didn't know if he would pick it up to the level that he's at right now which is he's been great um so I still have a problem with the signing um because we all know the Red Sox don't like to spend money, and they spent a boatload of money on a player at a position they didn't necessarily need. They need a second baseman. But, you know, like I've said, I don't think Xander's coming back. They, I think there was a report that the first, um, the first contract offer was a slap in the face, I think he said. He's been very vocal. He said he wants to be here. If he says he wants to be here, then he should be here. Like, he's the best shortstop in baseball. He wants to be here. Get it done. I don't care how much it takes. Empty out the pockets. And if you feel the need that you have to let Devers go to do it, I mean, you might have to go down that road. I think they should keep them both. I don't see why they can't. Um, but for that reason, that I still think that this is eventually going to end up with story taking over at shortstop and um, Bogart's leaving. I don't think it will be the best signing ever for, or the best signing in recent memory for the Red Sox. I hope it works out that way, but I just I really think Bogart's is is on his way out. Dugger.
2: Um yeah, I I mean I like the signing. I I wouldn't call it the best signing yet. Um I mean I guess if you say this gets you off the road great, but you know, like I think signings like the Jay Martinez signing, the Chris Sale signing pushed us towards a championship. So, I I don't know, like, bringing us from, I need to see how the season plays out before I say anything. Like, if you're not winning championships because of signings and other signings won you championships, I would definitely see them as more
0: valuable. I think Dylan's point is that in the coming, you know, five years that this signing will be the piece that started down down a road of winning, you know, one or more championships. Am I right, Dylan?
1: Yeah, I'm, I, another way to put it, which I just thought of, is that the, the story signing is, the, is gonna keep Bogarts on the team. The reason because imagine, uh, imagine a scenario when the Sox this year just stunk, stunk it up the whole season. Uh, that I think would push Bogarts away. All right. I think, I think if you ours, paid him, no
0: matter how good you are, as long as you pay him, he wants to be here. That's what he said. So, but if
1: a team's doing better, you think it would be? Uh, I agree. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's more more of an attractive option. Maybe okay, you could take so, a discount,
1: you know. So take that right, and then imagine um, now we have a team where they do really good, right? So that makes you want to stay, uh, hopefully, and. My take is that with Story, you know, getting hot when he did is the sole and then it'll it'll propel the team throughout the rest of the season and because of that it'll keep people around and the team won't go down the path of shipping out everybody and starting over again. That's kinda what I'm getting at. But Tucker
2: I already take. Oh my take. Yes. So I have a conspiracy theory for my take. Now I would like to give you a little bit of context. My I know I'm gonna start off with a take. I strongly believe that Jimmy Butler is the abandoned son of Michael Jordan. I heard this. Yup. So here's some facts to start off this. Jerry Butler was raised by his mother, mother until he was 13, then thrown out. Thrown out. At the same time, George, Michael Jordan has been said to have had an abandoned son that he paid off the the mom of the kid for 13 years. Recently, it has been just the mother has just admitted that the fact that she kicked the son off was because the dad stopped making payments. Now, on top of that, and fun story, like, the blind side also happened to Jimmy Butler. Like, Jimmy Butler just, like, stayed at his, like, white friend's house. And then, like, those parents just raised him and said, but getting back to the story, um, if you look at a side-by-side, extremely similar-looking people. And then on top of that, their mentality, I Think is honestly similar. Like the number one story that sticks out to me when I think of Jimmy Butler and how this works is how when Jimmy Butler was on the T Wolves and he was on that fight with his own teammates, um, he called in. uh, He called in like a exact to get an interview, a one-on-one interview. And before the interview, he goes and goes to a team scrimmage, takes the third team third string team takes on the first string team beats them says you fucking need me and then walks out of practice having the whole thing get got recorded and i just was just like that's just a baller mentality of a guy that just like his chip on his shoulder just like it just reminded me of the jordan documentary kind of so yeah that's my theory that's what i believe i strongly believe jimmy baller is the son of michael
1: jordan
0: All right. Um, so when I first read this, it makes too much sense. So yes, I agree with you. Um, but (laughs) I'm going to give you points off because this isn't your take. You read this take and you delivered and you gave it up and you had all the details. It's still a take. If you put this together, if you were the first person, it's pretty wasted. If you put this, if you were the person that put this together, you'd be a superstar. We'd be the biggest podcast in the world. Why aren't we coming up with things like this on our own?
1: Hey, I came up with uh, Tom Brady. Wherever he goes, he wins. Remember that?
0: You did do that one. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it makes too much sense. You're right. They look exactly alike. Um, they the, the story about his mentality is 100%. Yes, sounds like something Jordan would do. Um, it doesn't make any sense that Michael Jordan's kids never dip their toes in. I don't know what his son, if he tried to play... Or what? But he certainly didn't ever go pro. Michael Jordan seems like just enough of a scumbag to not want to take care of a deadbeat kid. The only thing that can debunk this: what is his mother's maiden name? Is it Butler? Is he named after his mother, or does he have his father's name?
2: No, he's never met his dad. So the his dad said, "Um, the mom said the dad abandoned him." to keep
1: respect for his name.
0: It makes a lot of sense.
1: Um, I I think it's true.
0: I think it's true. Uh, Dylan.
1: Now, the only thing that I like, the thing is, is we have no idea if Jordan stopped paying payments to his baby mama. So the,
0: there's been rumors about Jordan and yes that's something you left out there's been rumors for a long time that Jordan had a kid at Illinois yeah kit. and that he paid off the mom for
1: 13 years was like part of the story so they just why was it 13 years and I like, I don't know I mean I'm just I'm just trying to uh, I'm trying to put dates together. Uh, Jimmy Butler was born in 1989, which means that uh, Michael Jordan would have stopped paying in 1990 or ni- 2002, right? So, uh, I mean, Jordan was already, like, a, he re- he retired in what? two? When did he come back? Oh, my God. I watched that documentary when I was dying of covid uh, i don't remember <clears throat> i forget when he retired but like it would have been well after like his career and his like, boatload of money I don't understand why he wouldn't stop paying um i don't know that's just what they I got have from.
0: the exact same nose chin and cheekbones like the exact <laughs> same mm-hmm. no they look identical I'm looking at a picture side by side with them right now and they are. The only difference I can find is their mouth and their eyes are different. But uh, Cam, I know you are away from half the take, doing God knows what. We're trying to record a podcast here. Uh, Michael Jordan, Jimmy Butler's dad, or no? Um, I've
3: never heard this one. I heard it. I caught the I caught the end video when you were saying that somebody else, somebody else made it dissolve a little bit. Um, if you came up with that. On your own I would be a hundred percent on board Uh, brand the pot a little bit but since it wasn't I'm gonna say no however Jimmy Butler I'm gonna make a a counter not a counter take but I'm gonna add on to this take Jimmy Butler it was known originally for having like this nappy gross hair Um, looked like he never showered looked homeless this year he's nice and like uh, cornrows looks really good I'm gonna say he's gonna feed into this and next year he's going bald.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: That's the best take of best part of the take. I love that. I'm a big hair guy, we already know that. Yeah. If no, or no <laughs> he hair goes guy. Bold. he's winning a championship according to Dylan.
0: Great players. If, if
2: he shapes his head bald, Jimmy Butler will win six championships. Block it in.
0: And grows a long ball- mustache. A man who is...
2: How old is he right now?
0: He's old. He's like 30.
2: 31, maybe. So he's what? just going on a run starting at 31.
0: Well, Dylan's said what? 93, so he's right. 29.
2: He's, he's 32. Yeah, Jordan was a, a little bit older
3: now. Jordan, uh, maybe he's like 26.
1: Jim Lee Butler is 32. That oh, yeah. was asked.
0: I thought you said he was born in 93.
1: No, he was born in ninety. Eight. 99,
0: sorry. No, eighty nine. Eighty nine. Alright. Um Tucker, this is a good take. I mean, I wish you had thought of it, but it's a good take. Uh Cam, you're up.
3: Alright. I got a baseball take. Um it is Yankees related. Yankees are a powerhouse. They've not been doing as well in the last week or two. Um I believe they still have the best record in the league. Nonetheless, they are doing that thing again where they cannot get a consistent lineup, and we're having some injury problems. Now, that's not really the basis of the take. However, I think they're going to make a move, and it's going to be one of the final moves that the Yankees make for a long time. They need to establish a clear roster, Um, and I think before the deadline, they are going to trade for Juan Soto, and they're going to re-sign Aaron Judge. That's not part of the take. We're going to trade for Juan Soto's the take. They're going to re-sign Aaron Judge. They're going to establish one set lineup like they used to have in the early 2000s, mid-2000s, um, where they didn't really mix around more than, like, 12 people in 10 years, which is, that's a stretch, but you know what I'm saying. Um, I think they're going to get their guy, get Juan Soto, and try to make, Finally, a dynasty out of it um, before the
1: deadline. He's a free agent, by the way, at the end of this. Okay. So a little context, context, uh, Juan Soto signed a one-year $17 million, so they have to pick that up and the rest of it.
0: Well, they don't care about money.
1: What position is he again? He's an outfielder.
0: He'll play left field for them. Is this rumored at all?
3: Yeah, kind of. I mean, I I thought of it because I'm in a group chat with some Yankees fans, and we were talking about it. Uh, and then I have looked it up, but there's nothing really like major out about it. Like some scrubs have
0: made articles and stuff, but that's about it. I just don't was, know what you would give up for. Like, do they have a deep farm system? I well, mean, they'll have yeah. They have plenty of people that they traded for
3: in the past. That's a problem. Like Gallo was a bad trade. Um, they can give up. Uh, Full pay, they can give up. I mean, there's Hicks. We need to get rid of Hicks. There's a lot of guys on the team. Like we're we're relatively deep. It's just they don't play really together. Like we have a great roster, but
1: it doesn't really work out. I think they just need to set something in stone for three years solid instead of always
3: picking somebody up, dropping somebody else. I think this needs to be the last straw and just ride with it. So, so that's it,
0: that's kind of where I agree with you because. This team has been good for a long... Like, good. They've been a good team for a long time. And they've just consistently oh, failed. Oh, yeah. And they've, it's embarrassing. They, it. Yeah, it's to the point now where if they finish the year with the best record in baseball and do nothing again, that's a big cause for concern. Um, I mean, you're just going to turn into the Green Bay Packers of the MLB. Just play well in the regular season, make it in the playoffs, and lose. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, I think they need to be all in. If it, I mean, you reevaluate in July, and if you're still, you know, balling out, add to it. Go all in. Um, can't hurt. Worst case scenario, he doesn't gel, and you put somebody else in there, and he leaves after one season, you know? So just as long as they can hold on to all their key pieces without – and I don't think they'd have to give up anything big for a one-year contract guy. Um, but it makes sense to me from the way you've explained it, so – uh, Dill, go ahead.
1: I'll add even more making sense. So um, they would, in order for this to happen, the Washington Nationals have to believe that they're not going to be able to re-sign Soto. The fact that he's on a one-year contract that he signed late last season means that he's not committed to Washington. So if you can get anything for it, you go ahead and do it. They're paying him $17 million. Now, I think a reasonable trade would be trade, give him Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo's on a one-year contract. He's a free agent next year. He's making $10 million from the Yankees. Do a swap there. Put in some prospects or some bench guys that are halfway decent. Maybe give him some Something on the long contract that the Yankees just don't really need. Um, and I think they might take that because they, they like, oh, well we'll get another outfielder who's like had success. I know he's a bum, but he's had success. He's nowhere near the level of Juan Soto um, to fill the gap for the rest of the year. And then maybe they get a couple prospects out of that. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. It to would definitely, and they, would well, and they would save money. And they would save money. I mean it doesn't even it probably doesn't have to really be that big. That's the thing about these one year contracts. The the team giving up the star player can kind of get fleeced because they know he's not gonna sign with them anyway, so it's just like, well, all right, we'll get something. And and the I don't know, let me check the standings of the Nationals real quick. Um because if they're if they're kinda doing doo doo, then it, it makes even more sense.
0: Tucker, the you
1: Nash- have an opinion? Nationals are in last uh, place. Not really, place, if I'm being honest. With you. <laughs> Washington Nationals are the second worst team in the NL, so this makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, that, then that's a done deal then. Yep. Um, uh,
1: take of the year, Cam, right there, maybe.
0: I mean, we'll see. I mean, if it happens. Um, all right. Let's move on. Let's talk. The Ways to Take series. Let's talk NBA playoffs in general. We'll start with the... um, Actually, let's do the Western Conference quickly because it's been a lot less complicated of a series. Right now, Golden State is up 16 on Dallas with three minutes left in the second quarter. Not over, but not looking great. Um, It's kind of been a dog walk um, for the Warriors. As someone with rooting interest in one of the teams in the East, I did not want the Warriors to look this good, but they look very good. Um, I think that both the Heat and the Celtics could match up with them in terms of how they play defense, and they're defensive-minded, so you just kind of got to slow them down. And um, I think the Celtics are present a better matchup um, than the Heat do just because they have more scoring options. Um, But, I mean, it's just this team is so well-built. And Steph Curry, I am... If Steph Curry wins this, Tucker, I'm ready to call him the GOAT of all point guards. Uh, if he wins another championship this year, I'm ready to ready to give up on me not believing that. Um, but, I mean, I don't really have much to say on it other than the Warriors are kind of dog-walking this team. Uh, Cam?
3: I wouldn't call it a dog-walk. I would say they just out... They out... Um, Last, last yeah, Outlast. Just because I mean the Mavericks Oh I said class. Oh no, Outlast. But that works too. Um no the Mavericks have had a lot of leads in this series. I think game one and game three, um, or two of them at least, they've had leads and they just wouldn't weren't able to hang on. And that's the biggest problem. I mean I don't really know anyone else on the team besides Luca and Bobo, or not Bogdan, Bobo. So, uh, I don't know. And Boban doesn't even play. Yeah, no, I just know him because he's notable. But, yeah, I mean, the Warriors are just clearly the better team. Um, I agree with you. They'll match up better with the Celtics and the Heat. Warriors are also just really good on defense, too, which makes it really hard for anyone to match they're up with a good
2: them. Team. They're a really good team.
3: Yeah, they're playing the best basketball right now, and I can't say the same for the Heat or the Celtics. So, I think... They're going to win it regardless. Um, but, yeah, I don't have that much else to say. Luke is
2: a beast. Tucker? Um, Luke is a beast, but there's basically no help around him. I mean, you kind of look at the guys that are, like, significant players. I am a huge Reggie Bullock fan. Reggie Bullock was a UNC player when I was, like, in peak UNC fan form. And he well, so wasn't that like, 38. No, he's younger. he's like like we were in high school when he was in college.
0: People forget Tucker was a golden State fan for a little bit. Harrison Barnes I
2: was because my favorite he's 31 which makes me feel um but he wasn't that he was like the third best player on the UNC team. That's the crazy thing and this guy's a starter on the maps. I mean, he was never, like, a superstar or anything like that. No one ever really saw him as anything like that. And now he's, like, plays significant man on a team in the Western Conference Finals. I mean, this team really doesn't have much talent outside of Luka. This is kind of, regardless of how this series goes, this is a great series for Luka Doncic. Like, Ooh, uh. he's a certified superstar.
0: Who's the guy that looks at Is it exa- just me?
3: Or is every Western Conference... Like, the Eastern Conference championships, I feel like, are always pretty close. But the Western Conference always has the team that's expected to win and does win. And then somebody that's not supposed to be there. Is that just me? I
0: mean, Can you give me an example?
3: Yeah, no, I kind of get what you're saying. Mavericks this year, uh, last year was Suns-Clippers. I mean, Suns were really good. And the Clippers were just like a choke show all the time. And then before that, in the bubble, was the Nuggets, which besides Jokic, they don't have anybody else. And I don't know. The list probably goes on
0: from there. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I don't know. I mean, Western Conference, you must just have more streaky teams that can go Maybe on. Maybe
3: it's recency thing, because I didn't do any like, I didn't look anything up for this. It just seems like
0: that. Um, oh my god. Steph, Steph Curry has three points? That can't be right. Huh. Um, Dylan, do you have anything to say on this?
1: Uh, not too too much. I I haven't watched any of the Western Conference, but I have watched a lot of Celtics. Um, I just I'm kind of sick of the Warriors beating up on everybody, so I hope the Celtics roll into town and just mop the floor with them. Also, do they have a mascot, the Warriors?
0: Uh,
1: no. That's I. Didn't think so. That's the stupidest thing in the world. I hate them
0: <laughs> that they don't have a mascot. See, you I,
1: strike me as a very
0: anti mascot guy.
1: I love mascots. Yeah, I disagree. I actually am the opposite feeling.
3: I'm not really sick of the Warriors beating up on everybody. Maybe like I was sick of them making the championship when they had like the super mm-hmm. team and everything. But this team in particular. Is just proving that they don't need the KD. They just need the guys around. Which makes it so
0: much point. more stupid that he went there.
3: Oh, yeah, KD is probably just shooting himself right now. He won a Finals MVP, fine, but I mean, he went to the Sea Fall, the Super Teams everywhere, and the Warriors are still good, which just makes me love Steph even more.
0: They are a well built team, and I mean, props to him. It is boring to see them go as fine. It must be what it was like to be like. I don't know, a NFL fan when the Patriots are in it every year. Like I must have shocked. Um, Alright, let's jump over to the East, the Waste to Take series. Heat Celtics. Celtics are up three two currently. What a massive a series this has been, though. This has been one of the least entertaining series that I can remember watching in the NBA playoffs. It's just you can tell who's gonna win the game from the first quarter. Um, the team that goes on the first run wins the game. There's um, So we had Saturday game to week. I don't remember when we recorded last where we were at. I think one, nothing heat, but Celtics obviously came back, beat them pretty handily. Then, um, you know, evened it up, came home with the opportunity to get home court advantage for the rest of the series and absolutely put out one of the worst performances that I've ever watched from a basketball team. Just absolutely got annihilated in the first quarter. Um, so I mean these things happen. Um then the Heat came then the Celtics came back out and beat the Heat pretty handily again. And they've just won two in a row for the first time in the series the teams won, won two in a row. So um I still like the Celtics. I think they have to win tomorrow. I think if they go back to Miami, they're in trouble. Um obviously the already not, in
3: Miami. Game
2: the, seven's in Boston, though. Nope. Game six is in Boston.
0: They have to close it up oh, tomorrow
2: night.
0: On now. Uh yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's um so they have to close it up tomorrow night in Boston. If they have to go back down there, I'm worried. A, I'm worried because they haven't been consistent this entire series. They've looked pretty ugly for a majority of it. They are frankly way better than the Heat. Like they are a better team than the Heat. They have more scoring options, they play good defense. As long as they don't turn the ball over, they are much better than the Heat, but they just it's the same thing I've been preaching forever, consistency. I don't know what happens to these guys, but when the thing is, when they decide to be bad, they decide to be the worst team ever. And it's like they, they've they lost two quarters in this series, and they're you know only up one game. Um, if they just don't go – they can even have a bad quarter, but they go out and have historically bad quarters. Um, so I think if you get it done tomorrow um, – if you don't get it done tomorrow, rather – I think you're in real trouble. I don't want to go to Miami for Game Seven. I think they're an intense team. I think they're going to you know play hard. I do think the series is over, though. I think I think the Heat are kind of the fans suck, but I, I the team itself in its own house is good. Like I think that Heat the season's over. I think the Heat have kind of looked pretty bad these past two games and kind of look like they are ready to go home. Um, but I'm not going to say anything. I respect them. You know, obviously they've kicked our ass two games a series, so I like our chances. I also want to get it done tomorrow because if we have to play this Warrior team, I want as much rest as possible, especially with with Smart and Williams being hurt. Um, Tucker, what do you think of these?
2: Um, what do, sorry. Um, what do I think? I feel good, but not great. For all the reasons you just said, basically. I mean, there's been moments of brilliance. They're great defensively, but then there's moments where they can't score. There's whole game. Like, there's just quarters where they're completely off. And I don't know what's happening. 80% of each game, they outplay them. And then they'll just let their guard down entirely for 10 minutes. And it really bothers me.
0: That's why I don't. But yeah. I don't want to play I, this Warriors team, because I don't
2: think you can do confidence that confidence in the team, but it's just a little worrisome at
0: times. If they're going to beat the Warriors, they need to play with high intensity for the entire game. They can't have quarters where they're... Yeah, I the could not agree more. Um, Dylan? Newest Celtics fan on the pod?
1: Yeah. Uh, I I think the Celtics are objectively the better team. Um, They just need to not... Uh, Get too rushed. It, it, it's weird. They they get into a situation this series. I noticed where um, they'll either try to force play too much, you know, force the ball to areas they shouldn't, shouldn't force it, force up shots that they shouldn't force up, um, and then they'll like recognize that, and then go down the court, and then be too passive the next possession, and and then. Not even get a scoring opportunity. It's it's really strange. It's like they're overcompensating for their, uh, like too much forcing that they become passive, and then they're like, oh, we gotta try to. I don't know. It, it seems it seems like they're kind of crossing their, um, like game plans up a little bit when they when they get flustered, they can't just like refocus. It takes them a while, so. um that does not bode well for a championship team, but I think that if they can get past the heat even with those things, and maybe they can clean it up by a championship.
0: Well, they're saying all the right things, saying they're not looking past the heat. And I respect that because I do think the heat could come back, Cam. I'm not calling the series over by a long shot. I would, I'd favor the Celtics right now, but like I said, anything can happen. How are you feeling about your basketball team, how the series has gone, where you guys have looked so much better than us and then so much worse than us at the same time?
1: Yeah, much
3: more worse than most of the time. You guys have had like three bad quarters and just happened to give us a win. The You guys definitely are a better team, better roster, but you're definitely inconsistent, obviously. Um, we've been pretty consistent, whether it's consistently bad or consistently good. <laughs> um, the biggest problem is we're running out of gas. You guys got your guys back, and then Jimmy is compared to the first two series in this, Jimmy, you could tell that he's just hurting. He's got the knee inflammation, and he's power, trying to power through it. Tyler Hero's out. Um, I'm not saying they're giving up on the series. I just I think that they're kind of hoping for, you know, another bad Celtics performance, and then Game 7 will come alive, but I think they're just out of gas right now. The reason they got the one seed is because they just played consistent basketball all year. Um, I mean, I went into a saying that Heat aren't too special, they're just consistent, but uh I don't know, I'm not giving up hope or anything yet, hopefully Jimmy comes out firing and we can actually make some shots I think we we're like 3 for 35 on 3's or something which isn't great
0: <laughs> Yeah, um, I think one thing with the heat cam is like, if they go down early, like I'll credit the Celtics for this, in game 3 when they got their shit pumped in the first quarter yep. they fought yep. back, they fought right back then Tatum decided to play like an a hole, and they went down six. With the Heat, it's like if they have a bad quarter, a bad first quarter, even. I mean, last night not so much because they, they kind of the Celtics kind of pulled away at the end of the third. But in the other games, it's like if the, the Heat have a bad quarter, it's like mail it in. It's like we're done. We're tired. Like Jimmy's half hurt. Like what are we doing? And Tyler Hero, like I don't know what the extent of his injury is. If he doesn't try to play tomorrow, like I don't, I don't know what to tell you, but. It just seems like they've kind of given up at times in the series. And like, I get it. If you're down by a hundred, it gets hard, but I don't know. That's just what I I've, I've noticed, but I think they're, you know, like I said, I don't think it's over and I don't think the Celtics should act like it's over because that's when they get in trouble. Um, all right, let's move on to the NHL playoffs. I've got nothing. I have not watched a second of hockey. This basically, I think would just be a little, little segment from cam on the Panthers and then uh, maybe the Rangers. I don't know how they're doing. And then Dylan, you can go off as much as you would like about it. Tucker, I imagine you haven't watched a second of it either, right? Um, no, not a single second. All right, Kim, we'll start with you and the Panthers.
3: What went wrong? Everything. Panthers are big old frauds. Um, the F word is they, out. The uh, F word is out. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm throwing it out there, on all cylinders. This was embarrassing. Um, The biggest embarrassment was when, I think it was game three, they had two goals that they challenged and they got called back. It was 1-0 and then it was 2-0. I think they put the second goal on the board and they both got challenged and called back and they ended up losing 2-0 from real goals. That's embarrassing. Um, I don't have much to say other than that. I'm not a diehard Panthers fan, so I'm not too upset. I'm just mad I made the take and didn't come true. What's up uh, the range? Rangers just lost tonight's 3-2
0: Hurricane. 3-2 Hurricanes are up? Yep. The Hurricanes are a good team, man. They are. I saw a great tweet, though, from the Empire State Building who was run – their Twitter account's run by the guy that used to be my supervisor with my internship for Barstool. Internship, my uh, college thing. Running account. Viceroy program, that's what it's called at Barstool. Um, and it was – after the Rangers won, the Canes, before Canes had put up, a storm was coming to New York, and then it was just, like, one lawn chair blown over and said, the storm. But that's pretty funny. Um, Dylan, you got anything on NHL you want to touch
1: um, on? Yeah, I just, like Cam said, uh, Panthers just got drounced by the Flames, didn't win a game, uh, 4-0, another not the Flames, the Lightning. Lightning. 4-0.
0: Lightning are going to win the
1: the comfort so. Don't feel the, too bad. Cra- the craziest series right now, though, is the Flames-Oilers. Uh, the first game was a 9-6 W for the Flames. Since then, they haven't won. It's now 3-1 Oilers. The Flames have scored... Can't, can't blow your load all at once. Can't the, do it. <laughs> the Flames have scored 17 goals in this series, and they've won one game. <sighs> it's, it's, it's bananas. They should have um, pulled up
0: at, at seven goals.
1: It, it it's it's amazing to watch because like you I'm I'm used to watching the Bruins play and you know especially against Carolina the series they lost it was like a handful of scoring chances a game and most of the rest of the game is just like guys whacking at the puck in the neutral zone nothing really happening but the the, the Flames Oilers series it's like every three minutes someone hit the hits a post and then and then every Five minutes, someone scores. It's been probably the most goals scored in this series in, like, I don't know, recent years when, like, goalies actually, like, played. Um, so, and more helmets. So that's, like, been an extremely exciting series. I've watched a few of the games. Uh, there's a game going on right now. The Flames are up 1-0. to zero. Um, I am pulling a little bit for the Rangers just because – They've been so bad forever. And, uh, like, Henrik Lundqvist, I I don't know if they won one. I think they won one. Uh, But then he was on the team when they were terrible and they were the worst team in the league a couple years ago. Um, And I do not like Carolina. So I'm pulling for the Rangers.
0: Um, Is it a goaltending thing or a defense thing for Calgary and uh, Edmonton? Who is it? It's Edmonton, right?
1: Yeah, so the, the, uh, two things going on. Um, the Oilers have the best offense in the league, probably, but for whatever reason, their goalie right now is like the worst goalie in the league. He's like pooping himself on every single time the puck coat gets thrown at him. So the Oilers are scoring, but they're letting up a ton. The Flames are a good offense, um, but they're not a, a I mean, I, I would put, put Edmonton at a 10 out of 10 and the Oilers at, or a, the Flames had an, an 8 out of 10. You know, so it's really just their, their goalie situation. The guys are just like cross-eyed or something. So um, it's just been an extremely crazy scoring affair.
0: All right. Last thing we'll cover before we move on to the list, guys. The Red Sox obviously have turned it on the past two weeks. Um, just lost their first game in a seven-game span last night. They are currently... Winning, I say optimistically, as they let up a home run recently. Um it's seven Um List Guys is types of party, Tucker. So get ready for that. Um, types of party? Yeah. Types of party. Fire, uh house party, dorm party, type of party. Birthday party, I don't know. Christmas party, Titans <laughs> party. Um, Socks are looking better. I'm not ready to say they're good. I think they are an average team, and I'll tell you why. They played below average to start the season, but they have been had moments where it's been like they they're terrible. And there's other moments more recently that they've been unbelievable. They scored 16 runs the other night, and then they came right back and they went like one for one for 12 with runners in scoring positions. Run one for nine, something like that. Or no, I think it was one for nine, left 12 runners on. Um, so they just, they, it's like if good team, good above average teams don't do that. And that's baseball, baby. I know it's baseball, and I know it's a long season. I don't think they're good. I think they are an average team. I think they're playing, they were playing below what they are before, and they've more recently been playing above what they are. It'll even out. They may make a run at a playoff spot. I'm still not optimistic. I'm this team too many times has either had epic comebacks to where they get into the playoffs and lose, or epic defeats where they're cruising into a you know the top slot in the playoffs and go down the tubes in the last two months of the season. So I'm not ready to say it. Um Cam, I know you won't have much. We'll get to you last and just say, are you at all worried about how the Red Sox have been playing? But uh Tucker will go to you because you want to leave Dylan's expertise for last. How do you feel about the Red Sox right now? I know you were high on them when they sucked, so you can't be any lower well on them.
2: You know I'm always high on them. I'm a homer through and through. I will be high on them regardless of what they're doing. Huh? And I'm. this is what I expected all along. And that's the beauty of being a Boston sports fan is I'm a homer, and I'm almost always right. That's the best thing about being a Boston sports fan, when everyone's like, Yep, nope, being pessimistic this year, they're always wrong. And yet, every year people are pessimistic about Boston sports, as if that's the year they're going to suck. I, We're never going to suck. We're always the best, because it's Boston fucking sports. I maintain, The Yankees have been projected to be better than us. I'm going to say 19 out of the last 20 years, yet we have four championships in that time.
0: I will maintain that it is more fun when you are pessimistic to win the championship, because you're not expecting it. Trey,
2: Trey, no, it's not. Trey, you're miserable all year. Like like I can't emphasize this enough. I'm just happy. I'm like, yeah, you know, lost today, we'll be fine. And you're just sitting there like punching a wall about how mad you are. And then you're like, Yeah, no, I'd rather be pessimistic because it makes it better at the end. I'm like, Yeah, but your day to day life sounds miserable.
0: I have just- a, I have a mental condition, Tucker. It is something <laughs> that I wish I could shake, yeah. but I can't. It is something deep in my brain, there's something wrong with me. Dylan, how are you feeling about your baseball team?
1: Uh, I'm feeling pretty good right now. Um, <clears throat> like I've said, I think there will be four games back or less, or I think I said less than four games.
0: Back. You said four or less
1: um, before the, the end of today. May, and I will explain a little bit more end of right June. now. End of June. <laughs> end of June. Sorry, end of June. It's been a long week. It's not over yet. Um, Sox, if they get this win tonight. They have now won one, two, three, four series in a row. Next up, they have Baltimore, last in the division. Cincinnati, the worst team in baseball. They play Baltimore for five games, Cincinnati for two. Then they have a day off. They play Oakland, worst team in the NL West. Uh, So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games right there. Realistically, they could go nine and one. So, so I put them right now, and they're going to win today. I put them now at a projected, uh, let's see the standings. At a projected 30 and 24 by, what date was that? Uh, that was by
0: June 31st.
1: June, uh, June 5th. All right. And then that'll put them at, uh, I think, you can call them very much in third place in the division and making a stretch towards being, they'll probably be like seven games back at that point. And I put them well on pace to being four games back.
0: I'd just like to say this. No, I know I'm pessimistic. I have been a catalyst for a lot of Boston teams that have started sucking and turned it around. My mother tells me a story about in 04, they were like not playing well, and we went to a game, and they won, and they ended up obviously turning it around and going to the playoffs and continuing that streak into the championship. Recently, the... Celtics, I went to a one Celtics game this year in January. Now, everybody knows before January, they stunk out loud. I went to a Celtics game in January. They lost horribly. It seems like after I went, they started crushing teams and just being the best team in the NBA. This, now I went to the same game you did, Dylan, where they lost to this White Sox team that they're currently beating and they beat up on the other night. Just saying, the only team this hasn't worked for is Patriots because... This last year, I went to the Patriots game when they were hot. Tucker was with me. It's probably because Tucker was with me. And they proceeded to lose every game after that. So, but, um, I'm just saying, if you want your team to win, maybe sauce me some tickets. Cam, are you worried about the Red Sox? Cam is away from his phone or he is muted. We'll give him two more seconds. <laughs>
1: A pterodactyl flying through your house?
0: <laughs> all right, Cam has given up on the show completely. Everybody, Direct director angers at him. Um, all right, list guys. We're doing like I said, types of party. What parties oh did gosh. you like going to? What parties I, do you like throwing? You know what's your what's your favorite party you've ever been to? Um, I'll start it off. I'll go number five, dorm party. A dorm party. Now in my college, there were basically only dorm parties. We didn't have a lot of bars to go to. We didn't have you know uh, frat houses. We didn't have anything like that. We had dorms and you had outdoor parties for probably two months of the year because it was always freezing goddamn cold. But dorm parties, I enjoyed them. you know you get a pack a bunch of people in a college dorm. you know the great music's playing, you're drinking, you're slamming beers off your head. you're doing just the dumbest things in the world. Only problem with it is too cramped, too hot, too stinky. Bunch of really, really, really drunk people. That's always a mess. Someone pooped on a wall in in one of the dorms that I Uh, I went to.
1: I I heard of that story. That was a
0: great story. Um, (laughs) Yep. You got to watch out for the grenades as Cam is typing in our chat. Um, But yeah, no. um, Dorm parties were fun in college, but uh, they are not as fun as the other parties I went to at other schools in college. Shout out, DIRD, and uh, things like that. So, dorm party, my number five. Uh, Tucker, I'll go to you. Your party. Number console. five, I
2: have pizza party. It seems our list have gone in different directions to start off with. Um, who doesn't like a good old pizza party, specifically, like, elementary and middle school? I just remember they are like, hey, guys, we're having a pizza party. Great moment. Like, all-time moment. when, Like, and the pizza was shit. No one. That wasn't good pizza, and you got like one little slice. But I was so excited for every single pizza party.
1: Um, to piggyback off that, do you remember being in high school and the like, in middle school and getting like bribed to do like something well to get a pizza party or like an ice cream party at like at the end of the day? Yeah, and it would be like one pizza for twenty people. I don't remember (laughs) what the like what we had to do, but I do remember that being a thing. Like and we were like almost adults.
2: <laughs> I know? remember the accelerated reader, like when we were in elementary school and they're like, if you come in the top five or the top however many or get this many points, you get to go to a pizza party. I read like thirty books this just is... for a pizza party. This is you a know tangent how stupid I am and all that time you know how much money I could have earned. I could have bought like ten pizzas on my own.
0: This is a tangent. Do you remember the giant cookies they used to give out?
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. How did you win those? How they just picked them out of a I place. think I
0: won once in my five years at... at um, cookie drawings. Six years at elementary school. I think Cam was cookie drawing. I brought drawing that Cam. up on our, lunch, on our lunch list, guys. You did, you did. All right. Um, Dylan, number five.
1: Um, I haven't really... Got my list fully together, but I'll oh, come up with something here. I um, can go first. Okay.
0: Cam, okay.
3: go ahead. So number one, I'm going house party. Um generic, but I got some better ones uh coming up next. Uh pretty straightforward. There's a house, people in it, party. And uh shout out summer twenty sixteen. Shout a lot out of house parties going on. Um Pretty basic one, number five.
1: Alright, Bill. Um... hmm. Number five, for me, I'm going to a pool party. Uh, you know, if someone's got a pool, nice and hot in the summertime. Uh... Get on over, you have up, a little pool party. Everybody bring their spading suit, have a few drinks, play a little games, maybe eat a little food. Um... And hop in the pool. Uh, it's not often that you know somebody that's got a nice, nice pool. So yeah, pool party no God. I don't think I've been invited to a drinking pool party.
0: I don't think it's a good idea to throw those. I don't. I don't know if those are. I think those are kind of rare.
1: That's why, I mean, I feel like they wouldn't nice be rare stuff. if any of our friends had a pool, though. I mean, Fontaine that's does. true. Yeah, Johnny, but Johnny's a bastard. Any he's any invite, He's
0: been in my life for. Johnny's been in my life for approximately 10 years, and I've been to in, invited to his pool twice. Two times, I've swam in Once the pool. for me. He's selfish. He's, he selfish is. He's a bastard. He's a bastard. He's supposed to come on this show. We should lay into him if he ever does. Yeah, yeah lay the pool. Don't <laughs> lay into him. Just My ways to take is Johnny should allow us access to his pool 24-7. Um, my number four is going to be the classic fire. Now, if any of our listeners are not from our area which isn't true you all you all know us and you <laughs> so if any of our listeners aren't from our area they might not be familiar with fires but fires in like places like the northeast places like Birch county are a staple um get a ton of pallets throw them on the fire you know um you get that nice glow i remember walking up to one fire we went to cam that in like Dalton or something, and it's just seared in my memory, just a giant fire and just a hundred kids all around. Standing in an open field. Um, I remember going to some fires behind Kodo. I remember having a fire at After Prom. I threw my own fire once, cops came, Cam ran through this through the field. It was pretty cool. Um, I think he set a land speed record because he got to my house in approximately forty five seconds from Susan's house. So um, but fires are great. You know, you got the warmth of the fire. If you get too cold, you get close. Then you end up getting too hot. You got to back off. Um, you always get the stupid kids jumping over the fire. Sometimes ends in hilarity. Um, but fires, fires are classic. And I'm having a fire this weekend, gentlemen. So I, I hope to see you there. Um, but fires are my I have four. a hot take. Go ahead. Fires suck. Fires, t- that you can have I'm a tough I'm time, time with, like, bugs and stuff. But- like,
2: uh, like. It's just, it's like, hey, you want to you want to hang out outside where you're either going to be too hot because you're too close to the fire or too great. cold because you're too far away from the fire. Also, there's going to be a ton of bugs and you're going to wake up with 30 mosquito bites all over your body. And there's probably going to be about 12 people too drunk. And oh yeah, on top of that, there's probably going to be about 15 people that just sketchy as shit there. Oh, is it? Somewhere nearby? No, it's like forty-five minutes away half
0: the time. That's the adventure of a tundra. You're naming all the good things about it. Fires suck. Did you ever run from the police, <laughs> like, Tucker? Like you just—I just mentioned just like twelve in
2: conven- like inconveniences. And you're like, yeah, no, fires are awesome
0: because of all those things. Have you ever run yeah. from the police, Tucker? Have you ever had that rush? Yeah, during? I have. It was awesome. I love running. Exactly, before. that happened in fires all the time. <laughs> and then someone had to stay back and be like, yeah, this is my fire. And take the br- brunt of it while you ditch into the woods. And they probably wouldn't have even gotten mad at you because they're But like, I've got out of house parties too. Well yeah, I let's wait for the rest of our lists. Uh Tucker, number two, number four.
2: Number four, I have ice cream no, I'm kidding, I don't have ice cream parties, honorable mention. Uh number four, I have house parties. House party way better than a fire. Uh because you're inside you more room for activities, you can play games, things like that. Um, I'm a huge house party guy, honestly. Like It's just nice to be at someone's house, especially with someone you know. It's where you can play, most commonplace to play beer pong and games like that at a house party, so I enjoy it. House
0: party number four on my list. Cam, Cam just sent a picture in our group chat. It was the exact party I was talking about. That's seared in my memory. Um, Cam, yep, number, number four. One. I got it.
3: I got fires number four. Um, all the reasons you said I love the random kids, I love making friends, I love people burning themselves, I love running from cops, so that's gonna be Oh, and number then four. like you'd like
2: walk around a fire and be like, How old are you? And someone would be like, Oh, I'm thirteen You'd be like, you oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> No, I love the randoms. I love the randoms. Uh Dill, sure. number four. Okay. Um
1: I think I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go, uh, shoot. I think I'm going to go house party. Uh, although I do love the fires, um, especially when you throw a couch on there, um, the house party, it's just more comfortable, um, especially, uh, at school, you know, at, at, at college. We always had house parties. There's a lot of basements, a lot of dirt. I probably could have a fire down there. Um, and, you know, you just get to hang out, sit, relax, not buggy, hang out with people, meet new people, hop over to a different house. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going house party number four.
0: Uh, my number three is going to be a tent party um, in terms of your outside, again, in a big tent area tented area this could be for graduations this could be for weddings anytime you're outside under a tent in a nice tent with um you know the kind of like the the dance floor they throw down a good band you know a a nice bar uh i am biased because my grandmother has thrown several of these on her property um and they've always been fun no matter what they're for my dad had a engagement party there super fun uh Tucker and I's graduation party there. All time good time. Um, I even remember my dad's fortieth was the same deal, and it was super fun. Tent parties are just a good time. It can be a little more classy. I have a picture of me and Tucker at his brother's graduation, which was a tent party. Um, you know, looking nice, looking fresh. Um, so it's it can be a classier affair, and then as the night falls, you you know, it doesn't matter what the weather is, you got a, a nice space to, to let it rip. So um, I'm going with Tent parties, number three. Uh,
2: I think that was my dad's birthday, not my brother's graduation trip.
0: You're right. It was that. You're right. Apologies.
2: Um, my number three is themed parties. I'm a big fan of themed parties, whether it's like something like Hawaiian night or something like that, or you even went to something like a fits and cups event, like just anything where there's a theme where you gotta get ready for it. I even count, like, a Halloween party as a theme party. But, like, something where there's a general theme that you have to follow for the party. Always fun. Get the night started off right. You know, it's a cotton piece to start off the night. And any theme party I've been to, there's always – it's always been fun because everyone's, like, planned on this night. Like, it's not like people just showed up. People planned on this. So it just made it more fun. Uh, Cameron.
0: Going with wedding
3: receptions, number three. And, um, always great fun. Specifically, my brothers had a great time, and even when I was a little kid, like before the, the alcohol consumption, um, still just a great time being on the dance floor. You know everybody there, or at least half of the people there. So that's number three.
0: I can't put that on my list because I've been to two weddings in my entire life that I remember. So, and I've. From I can't remember the first one, but the one I went to recently had a had a lot of fun. So, um, Dylan, number three. Number three, I'm gonna
1: go. Ooh, someone's revving the engines. <laughs> oh my goodness, um, I'm gonna go specifically. Tucker said themes. I'm gonna go specifically Halloween party. Um, at least at school, that was one of the biggest nights of the year. Um, in terms of parties, um, everybody's always feeling loose Halloween night. Uh, and it's fun to, you know, you'd like to actually kind of plan for it. Everybody dresses up. Uh, it's always just an exciting night. So yeah. Halloween party. Uh,
0: my number two is going to be the
1: classic house party.
0: Um, you guys mentioned it. It is just a staple. I mean, I always have fun at every house party I go to. I uh, The only negative is you get disrespectful people. I've never been one of those people. If I've ever had a problem, i have taken it out of the person's house. But when you just have a bunch of people packed in the house, you don't have to worry about the weather. You don't have to worry about the noise as much because you're inside. Um, you know, you, you you got you can hear the music better. You got drinking games going. You got pong going. You just run tables at a at a packed house party. There's no better feeling in this world if you ask me. Um, you know, Tucker mentioned sometimes you have to make a move out of those house parties due to some circumstances. Um, can be fun. Waded through a river once. That's a story Cam and I can go over. Cam did not wade through the river. I river. I won't incriminate him. Um, but. Um, I draw. Cam drove. All time, I mean, there's nothing better than a house party. Really, I I classify as any sort of dwelling space as a house party, like the parties we used to have in in uh, John's place. Um, where you know, I know it wasn't technically a house, but house party, like a- a- anything where it's a living space and you can just party down there and just not really worry that much unless you're the host, which sometimes can suck. Um, you know, you can move it out onto the lawn, too, um, like the ones we used to go to in Beckett. Um, no better thing than a house party. So, house party it is. Tucker?
2: My number two is dorm parties. I love dorm parties in college. They were the most fun nights of college. Um, uh, you know, I think the fact that you crammed so many people into a dorm room was always hilarious. I mean, we'd have dorm parties where you could only ha- sign in five people at a time. So we'd have to knock door to door. Because after the, like, there's 10 of us, so the 10 of us invite people in, and then we just had to knock on all of our neighbors' doors to go around the lobby because there'd just be a herd of kids at the front door just waiting to come in. So, like, we dorm parties were. Our specialty in college, is some of the most fun I've had in college. And they were always good time.
0: Cameron.
3: Number two, I got barn parties. Parties, they call them. Ooh, low below. Uh, low. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it, it's, it was number one, and then Trey said something. But uh, it, it's it's up there. Uh, I don't think there's an explanation needed. Trey, I'll give everything that, that would need. Legendary times. Uh, best times of my life in high school, and always of um, Shout
0: out Dudley. Shout out Dudley. Uh, not RIP yet. Still kicking. Dylan, number two.
1: Um, number two, I'm going... Uh, I, I, I screwed my list up. I'm going to put... Uh, I'm going to put a Fire Party on here just because it deserves to be on the list. I don't know if it's two or four or whatever. I screwed up my list. I wasn't prepared. Uh, it's my fault. But um, nothing better than, like Trey said and Cam said, driving out to a party and you can't expect much because you know you're going to be outside and you're kind of like, oh, I'm going to get mosquito bites, it's probably cold. Um, and even if it is hot, I would always wear pants knowing I, there's the mosquitoes, um, but Everyone's out there and everybody's uh, under the same elements. You're you're all embracing the fact that things could be better but you're all hanging out. Um, this is your number two? Drinking, having a good time. Uh, like fires said, are great,
0: Tucker. You're insane.
2: Fires are awesome. Dylan's whole reason for why he likes he was like, yeah, my number two is Fires and then he talked about how Fires suck.
0: It's part of the adventure, Tucker. It's, it's part of the journey. You
2: know, they're awful and blah and this and that, but you know, like everyone's life sucks.
0: The best, the best, so the best memories like, of the night. So dumb. The best memories are not the nights where everything went smoothly. I'll say that right well, now.
2: But I didn't <laughs> but I need fucking mosquito. How bites many times have we reminisced
0: about parties oh, that have scars gone scars disastrously wrong?
2: Mosquito bites. Scars
1: live forever. Mosquito bites just bother you, though. Like I was saying, Tuck, I, I don't know if it's number two, but it deserves to be on the list somewhere. I screwed up my list, but, um, Oh okay. you do like, there is like Trey said, that, that, that adventure factor, whether it's mucking through some woods to get to a set, getting behind as a hell. Restaurant for no reason. or you, go, you go into the middle of a town that's in your County that you've never been to, uh, just to go to a massive field. Um, yeah, and it's just, you know, fire's fun. I mean, you know, there's, there's a reason why there's pyromaniacs out there. Fire's fun. You're <laughs> always hanging out. I like that uh, Take It's at night. You know, you're looking up at the stars. You can have some thoughtful conversations about the stars. Um, and, uh, you know, it's always an adventure getting home from those for some reason. It's, it's easy to get home from a house party, but for some reason, the, the uh, being outside just, I don't know, turns it into something crazy. Um. Also, at college, the hockey team used to throw unbelievable fires, um, burning things that didn't deserve to be burned. Um, so, fires got to be on the list somewhere, so putting it at... Doesn't, actually.
0: <laughs> um, honorable mention real quick for me, lake parties. Probably should have been on my list. Didn't think of it until halfway through. Didn't have the energy to change wow, it. Well, no one had... Um, boats on their list. Well, boat, lake, kind of same deal. Um, yeah, no one had boats or lakes on the list. Summertime, recently, I've done a I lot. I have
1: event. pool, I'm switching it to the boat lake.
0: There you go. Um, lake lake parties are always great. Um, should have been on my list. Missed it. That's what I will mention. Yeah, my number one's obvious. It's parties. I understand why Cam doesn't have a number one. Cam went to a Division one school in the South, which none of us did. So, he's had some more experience, you know, at bigger parties and More exciting parties so i don't blame them but parties are number one for me um not even necessarily because they were the most fun i had at parties because a lot of times i was kind of in control of the situation and as any party thrower knows that can be a burden but i just would get texts every time i threw them the next day from a lot of people hey i had so much fun blah 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 they became kind of a legend in our county um, you know, people were always asking, "When's the next party?" I still get the question, "When's the next party?" It looks for now that parties are dead, um, just because we are older now and don't need to drink in a bar. Tucker's giving me a look. I'd love to throw another one. I would. I would you throw a party this summer. It might happen down the road. I'm not gonna rule anything out. But if Cam comes home, you know, maybe we'll throw a party in his honor. Threw one in his honor one time for his birthday. I don't think it ended well. I think I had to kick everyone out for a reason, but I don't remember. Um, through a couple of parties, you know, the the best thing about a party was the exclusivity, right? Like, I weren't getting thrown yeah, every, weren't weren't getting thrown every weekend. wasn't always, you know. <laughs> was
2: <this is> what <laughs> I, I thought I you were saying they were
0: exclusive to get into? <laughs> no, that we meant them to be, <laughs> but, I, but they never were. They they people spread that. Stuff around like that's another thing about the that's legend. Usually, what happens when you tweet the address. Okay, that didn't. That never happened. <laughs> that is a. I would Snapchat people, and they'd immediately tell everyone they knew. Part of the legend of the party is that once someone heard that the Mcnichols were throwing a party, it was a must attend event. Um, Cam made a great meme about the party That here we go again with uh, CJ from Grand Theft Auto walking towards the barn um, was used often. Cam and I still send Snapchats to each other and other people of when we drive by the barn and we just get excited. Um, the best barn party ever was, I think like the second or third one I threw where it was just so many people, no problems other than clean up, no problems, everybody vibed, pop champagne. I have videos of it, great time, great time. I miss parties. I wish I was a little younger so I could have the excuse that I'm immature and still can throw them. Now it's a kind of a tough look for a 25 year old to throw. But um yeah, Barty's are number one. Best times I ever had at a party was in that barn. Uh number one. Tucker?
2: Um, Barty. It's an obvious one. Um it was very nice for me because I took a little bit less of the responsibility of the Barty. Um, I I got, you know, I took a little bit of the shelling for my father and Susan sometimes, but like in terms of the general responsibility of having to host, I took a lot less of a role there. So it was a lot nicer during it to not have to worry about anything happening.
0: And this, and Uh, this was because my dad does not give a shit if I throw parties. And yeah, Susan also, John did. (laughs) Yeah. Susan was also very easy on me when I threw these and she probably would have been easy on you too, but I just would take full responsibility because I'm like, Susan's not going to get mad at us. Like, I was like, yeah, I, no. I threw a party and it got a little out of hand.
2: It's kind of crazy that she didn't. Like, we'd just bring, invite 300 people to her house after she went to bed. And she'd just be like, oh, they did it again. <laughs> <laughs> Those kids. Um, I'll never forget the time my dad was driving by and then looked down the street. Like, he was driving home from the other direction and saw cars parked down next to his driveway. And so he's like, what the fuck is this? And he drove up the street and it was just all cars lined up a half mile down the road to the party. So, it, like, yeah, no, some of the parties were just extremely memorable.
0: Shout out to uh, John and Jackie for uh, putting up with us. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> Cam, a little bit of a sleeper number one for you. A, a bit of a shocker number one, but give it to us. I don't, I don't blame you, like I said, but give it, give it to us. Yeah, I didn't go with the club, the club, you know, see that
3: as a party too much, but I go with the tailgates. Um, at this week, football, we may not have been the best, but we did the parties, so it was just nice. Junior year, lived out the house, they at, so it uh, doesn't get much more convenient than that. Always a good time. Um, I want to say free alcohol, but I had to pay dues, so not really. Um, if I didn't go to that this year, party's easy number one. I would, I'd kill for a Barty over a tailgate right
0: now. Though. God damn it. <laughs> Stop saying these things. Um, Dylan, number one.
1: <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to also go with the Barty, the barn party. Um, I remember the first one that you threw, Trey, because it was uh It was like not, eight of us. It was not large. Yeah. It, it, we sat. We had a, nowhere to
0: go, and I was like, let's go to the barn.
1: Yeah, we just were like, oh, okay. Uh, I think you might have turned the radio on. I think maybe there was a speaker in there that was still working at the time. Um,
0: That radio got got super busted at one of the parties.
1: Yeah, no, I remember. (laughs) That's what I mean. Uh, At the time, it was working, but not anymore. Um, We played some Pong. Uh, This was, I think, sophomore year, or maybe it was after freshman.
0: I'm pretty sure it was sophomore year. I had just gotten out of work at the Heritage. I met up with, like, you... Griff had popped a tire or something. Tucker, I don't know if you were there. My girlfriend at the time, her friends, and a few other people. And I think James Shin made an appearance at the first party. I think wait, is that the one that there's the picture of? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Zach. that was
2: there. Exactly. No, 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 no,
0: no, there's, no, there's, no. Because I have a picture. This That was Thanksgiving, you're thinking of. I threw a Thanksgiving oh, party. that's you know I'm
2: talking about, though, right?
0: Yep, yep, that was Thanksgiving. That was, like, the fourth party, but it was just yes. us. That was a small one, too. That was different. That was in the middle of winter. Yeah, it was freezing goddamn cold. Um, Nope, the one Dylan's talking about, I have pictures from as well. Um, Didn't mean to interrupt, but go ahead.
1: Um, And it just, from that on, we were like, you know what, this could be a good spot. And it grew from there. Um, Best parts, uh, quick, quickly, were hanging out with Dudley, um, hanging out with the random birds' nests that were in there, just watching all the birds fly around. Um, the broken twenty-two rifle that yep. was in there. Yep. Uh, um, uh, going back to Dudley specifically, feeding him more than he, we probably should have. Um, it's a miracle that horse is alive. <laughs> we
0: didn't even mention. Yeah, I didn't even mention that part of the novelty with these parties, where we just had a horse in the corner of the party big draw for everybody that wanted yeah. to come big draw
1: um so yeah those were some things uh all time picture
0: of cam in a party with dudley
1: yeah that is yeah. a great picture um yeah we we always had a good time there and it it was it, it it there was a certain span in the middle where it wasn't too out of hand but we had a lot of people there and it was people that we like like to hang out with. So that was, those were the best. Now that I'm in
2: Pittsfield, the amount of people that have said to me, wait, are you the people that threw the barn parties is actually kind of crazy.
0: Well, before I, you know, had really known Christina, she's like, oh yeah, I knew who you were. And I was like, I didn't know you. She's like, I knew who you were. I went to your barn parties. I was like, never saw you there. Not once.
2: (laughs) There's so (laughs) many people that I didn't know went to barn parties. Yeah, I now know that I didn't know that, and that we're just like, yeah, no, I went to all the barn parties. My roommate
0: from college drove up from Connecticut for one barn party. Yeah,
2: I forgot about that. Yeah. Like, did you know him at the time? Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought you were saying that he just was a guy in
1: Connecticut that drove up.
0: (laughs) No, I invited him. Um, Anything else, still? You add? No, that's it.
1: We had a good time those those summers uh, in college. Every Summer t- twenty sixteen,
0: man. Every time I have these conversations, it makes me want to get them going again. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe maybe one day. Um. All right. Quickly, movie Where the Millers. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. Didn't know watch it. Cam, did you watch it? Yes, I
2: did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Give us a review yeah, and a score. No, any no, any one-score cool. movie is automatically disqualified.
2: That's bullshit. Um,
3: funny movie. Good little... Just lay in bed and have a couple laughs here and there. Very, like, predictable scripted, but a lot of good actors as well. Um, Score-wise, I think it was a 6.8. It's not great. <laughs>
0: it's <funny. laughs> the birth of the no-regrets meme, I think, in that movie, with his neck tattoo. Yeah. What's the kid's name? Cam. Uh, the kid with the tattoo. Yeah. Scotty P. Scotty P. Because we used to call Scott Scott Scotty P. <laughs> <I> <laughs> forgot about that. Um, all right, that is our show. Reminisced probably a little too long on the party section. Uh, but... Whose movie is it? Oh, I always do that. I do that every I think time. Think it's me um let's see cam what was your last movie rush hour yes it is you tucker
2: i'm going to pick an action movie mostly because i was going to watch it tonight uh uncharted the new uncharted movie with tom holland
0: i've been meaning to watch that
2: i've been meaning really to really watch it for a couple of weeks now I, heard it and blew. I just haven't so now this is the dedication because i have to watch it now
0: how have you played the games
2: uh, I played one of
0: them. You got to play them all. You I'm telling you right now, you got to play. them.
2: Yeah, I played one of them. I didn't really play video games that much as a kid.
0: You got to play them, Tucker. I'm telling you right now, you have to play them. They're super. I mean, if this movie, if you like this movie at all, you absolutely need to play them. If you hate the movie, you need to play them to see how so, much better than
2: they are. Hot take: I don't like story mode games. I could tell.
0: That's, I, that's they a just bad take.
2: They take too long. I don't have a time Dylan for them.
0: Dylan beat the entire, entire first three Uncharted games in two days. Like, it doesn't take that long. I, it
2: probably takes long for a normal person. I <laughs> <laughs> sat
1: in my chair at college and played them all through for the first time. And how long did it take you? 20 hours? I don't know. Not not that long. you play on easy.
0: Yeah, blow right through them.
1: Recently, uh, I played them all through 100% at each one. Um, that was
0: fun Dylan and I bought the last one together we split it and we we trade it off between each other whenever we want to play it Um, alright that's our show Wasted Takes we will have next week NBA Finals will be in our midst we'll be able to talk about that Um, and in terms of sports I don't know what else we'll see what happens but uh, that's our show thanks for getting wasted with us and we will see you next week so long see you